just in time for me to sit down. I guess we're live. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, good so, start. Yeah, exactly. So. I thought so. <laughs> huh? Is that supposed to be your life? Sorry, Gene. Yeah. You, you mouth it just exquisitely. Yeah. So uh, welcome to uh, Kofo Live and Undead. We have a, a massive uh, audience. Thanks, Yay. guys, for showing up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this time around we're, we're doing a little bit of a yearly wrap-up, like a year in four. So, uh, we're going to keep it kind of loose, and, as I normally do. Because, uh, as everybody knows, I don't do any fucking research. <laughs> Not anything. Where's the list of questions? Huh? No list of questions? Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll just kind of roll out of my mouth as we go along. Yeah, it's, it's like verbal diarrhea. I think they call it vomit. But, uh, but yeah, um, you know, thanks guys for coming out. Uh, so for, for all those, our, our guests today are, uh, you know, some of my, uh, co-fo, uh, co-founders and, and, uh, new team members. So we've got, uh, uh, Jeannie Smith at the end, uh, husband, Brett Smith, uh, Dwight Thompson, uh, Lisa Thompson, uh, your wife, uh, she's, she's also a co-founder. She's at home watching right now because, uh, she just wasn't up to make encounter tonight. Hi, Lisa. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, and then uh, Brian Bonner, who's uh, helping out uh, with Kofa. Uh, Brian, you've got an extensive uh, background in, in horror and all things uh, paranormal. If it's horror or paranormal, I'm involved in it. Um, been doing the paranormal research gig for going into 22 years now. And everything Colorado horror based I've tried to get my hands into so there we go again. Yeah. One one more spin, huh? Nice. So uh, just a little bit of uh, you know background on on uh, each of you guys too. Uh, you know, what with Topo, the Colorado Festival of Horror that we've uh, kind of you know coined or and we were sitting um, in this very room, standing right over there where we're doing it. Oh, yeah. We just finished, I think, adjudication. Oh, yeah. And we started talking. Talking about this little girl. You know what? Y'all you know, right over doesn't have a horror festival. Well, I, I was telling you that uh, that I always wanted to put on a convention. And uh, Dana King, uh, who I love to death, she, she, back in the day, she put on the Baby Boomerama and the Zowie shows. And I'm like, I really like to do this. And then now, 30 years later, I was talking to you about it. And Dan's like, hey, what's going on? What are you guys talking about? And yeah, and you guys are like, shit, put the stuff away. Dan's here. And then now, almost two years later, we can do this. We're getting there. Yeah. We're both a little bit bolder. Right? A lot bolder for me. Yeah. I know she did delve into the weird for a while. She had the World UFO and Paranormal Expo. Oh, that's right. I, remember that. game. I don't remember I that. Didn't, I didn't go to that one. Yeah. I spoke at that. So. Oh, did you? Nice. How long ago was that? Uh, 16, 17 years ago. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah, just a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, have you guys always, you know, had an interest in, in horror, in the genre? I know, yeah, I know you guys from, you know, being like super volunteers. Uh, in everything pop culture, it seems like. Uh, yeah, I met Dwight years ago at uh, Mile High Horror Film Fest. He kept helping me with my stupid, oversized, you know, <laughs> props. And, 
you know, anything idiotic I could fit through the door. I kept wanting to help you with it because I wanted to take it home. As soon as you turn your back, I was going to stick it in my car and you never right. turn your back. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and you felt pity. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I realized they were super huge. It's like, yeah, I couldn't even get this in my car. Right, um, right. <laughs> I don't know how you got them down there and back. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, you're talking about those big fun skulls, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know either. I, I recently brought those out for a Halloween party at McNichols at Event Center. And uh, somehow I got them down there without them flying out of the back of my truck. Uh, this time. This time. <laughs> so, so third third tries at the, you know, the truck, right? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so it's you know kind of been a, like a long life uh, you know you know thing that uh, you just kind of grew up with. Well, I've had my passion is right here on this thermos, Star Trek. Oh, nice. <laughs> now the first Star Trek episode did have a monster. In it. Uh -huh. I, my dad showed it to me live when I was in the third grade. That's it. The salt monster. And the salt monster was like, okay, well, there's there's a creature, there's a monster connection. But you know, I love Creature from the Black Lagoon. I love I love the sci-fi element anyway. So Alien, of course, was huge for me. But I'd love to do just a ten convention for years. I've been attending since the early '80s, probably. Yeah. And um, horror wasn't. I mean, I love horror. It wasn't my thing. But then Jeannie and I had these two kids, these two boys. <laughs> <laughs> just had to have these two. It just happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of horrors. And they just, I mean, they just ballooned with horror. That was their absolute favorite. And I would say, okay, we're going to have family movie night. And it was always like, I'd say, oh, we pick a Star Wars, we pick this. No, it's, we want a horror. And then it would have to be a horror movie that mom would Oh, okay. There's certain minds that I would say. Yeah. What would be the compromise? Like, for example. This is oh, nice. That that is a that is a family favorite. I like, yeah, I like spooky. I like ghost stories. Okay, it's just don't give me the, the slasher mm -hmm. torture. Okay, yeah, and they and they got to know exactly what mom would like and what mom. Yeah, so so no Kramer versus Kramer. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the sequel. Got it. Yeah, talk about world building. So, so what about Bambi versus Godzilla? Did that do it for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Very, very short. Very short. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, so essentially, your kids were the gateway garage to, you know, horror genres. For the most part, for really hitting it hard for it. Okay. I mean, they when they got into their upper teens, it was like martyrs, like cannibal holocaust. Oh dear. He's real. Yeah. Yeah. Jeannie was not in that. No, Jeannie. No, thank you. But I would, I would be like, oh, there, 10 p.m. Serbian movie. Oh, good God. Yeah. Yeah. I told Lisa she's never allowed to watch that. No, that's, I don't think she would want to. She'd never be allowed to. <laughs> yeah. I think the first one that really surprised me was Saw. Right? Oh. Like, and they started going into these Saw movies, and I was watching them, and they wanted to see the theaters. Mm -hmm. and, and I was thinking, 
in 3D, no less. Yeah, no, it was like, it was just looked like it was nothing but blood and guts. But then when I started watching them, there's a story behind all the right. blood and guts, and it tells a big circular story. It was actually a lot more in-depth than I thought it was going to be. I enjoyed them. A circular song. Yes, a circular song. I enjoyed them trying to figure out the puzzles. You know, what, what is it you're supposed to try to do here? You know, I don't think puzzle guy from back in the day. And yeah, so that's that's what grabs me on those. Mm, okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, how about you, uh, Brian? What's your favorite uh, kind of movies? Uh, anything horror. Okay. Every genre. Pick one. I'm, I'm good with it. Okay. The, the classics I grew up on, but yeah, yeah me the, too. You know, take you to see a Serbian film. I'm okay with that. Too, so. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so you're ready for any occasion? Any any film. Yeah. Okay, that, that's a pretty wide Brian, Brian can give a lecture on the history of horror films. I have. Nice. Yeah, He's yeah. been to one. Yes, I have. Oh, have you? <laughs> what, what was that lecture about? Uh, it was literally the history of horror films from silent to current. Oh, no kidding. And the three of us sat down for just over two hours and went right down the timeline. Nice. Which was a lot of fun and kind of refreshed my memory of a lot of things that I'd forgotten about in the older films. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And introduced a lot of people to the older films too. Yeah. I couldn't believe it went way back to what 1890s or something. Oh, or even... some of the first films were horror yeah. films. Yeah. Nice. Look at Edison. Yeah. He I mean, was doing Frankenstein. Yeah, I was gonna say you even you know Mary Shelley. You know that was way before that. I mean it was it was written, mm -hmm. but but I mean it's still alive in the world today. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's a, probably a good segue to you know you know thinking back on just 2019, you know, what what kind of uh, things of horror, of that genre, kind of resonate with you? You know, what, what are some of your takeaways? What kind of, you know, are your standouts? Um, in terms of films or events or activities, even stuff that's uh, like happening around, uh, you know, Denver. You know, there's there's a few things like um, uh, this, this year, uh, Elise and I went to, um, yeah, Anderson Farms for the first time. Holy crap, that Close was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had I had no idea it existed, yeah, but it's been around call it for, in the corn forever. For yeah, for almost like twenty years it seems like. You and it's just to a birthday party there. We had a birthday party Oh, okay. When they were like teenagers or preteens? Oh, middle school. Okay, so kind of, yeah, preteen, I suppose. One of the poor kids ended up leaving their screaming like a baby. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you punch them. <laughs> it, was, it was the chainsaw guy. Oh, the first, yeah. The first time we did that terror, the haunted house part of it, not the maze part. And this guy comes out with the chainsaw and starts heading towards you. And I can see him, him uh, you know, squealing. It's, yeah. I'm sure it's pretty high pitched. I, I did see an opposite reaction to that once. I took a bunch of horror movie stars to a haunted house, and I watched the guy with the chainsaw running out of the haunted house, and all of the horror movie stars are following. Oh, they're, they're oh wow. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's awesome. Nice little reversal of uh, uh, I love working the chainsaw. I, I worked in the haunted yeah. house for about 25 years, and uh, I was the end scare, which was uh, so. So basically, uh, over time, I built a character called Chuckles, and uh, he got his own dungeon uh, called Chuckles Dungeon. And so basically, I was dressed as a clown, kind of imagine that, <laughs> and uh, carrying a chainsaw. And uh, nice. if the clown didn't get him, the chainsaw did. It was great. I loved it. 
it, it sounds like uh, you, you might have influenced the Terrifier. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Did you have this? Maybe. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah, and and I did my own makeup, so it was done very poorly, which it just added to the effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was great. Yeah, it was, it was a fantastic. Did you ever time. sit a or run for money? No, no. Sit as a god. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I ended up just getting too old. I couldn't I couldn't keep, keep up with the teenagers. They run too fast. Yeah. So I'm like, they'd be bolting, and I'd be like, yeah. So yeah. Let me go back and take a shot and wait for the next round. Yeah. yeah it's hard work, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and there, too, like, we lost Sid Haig this year. Right. This year. Right. That was... Yeah. I, I met him at Mile High Horror Film Festival, I think, in the last year they did it or the year before. And he told me a piece of advice that I'll carry with me to the grave. And he said, on, on your way up, be nice. Yeah. Because at one point, you're going to be on your way down. And the people that you were nice to will be nice back to you. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll carry that forever. It's fantastic. Yeah. And that's nice. Yeah. Um, I, I met, well, I've, I've met him at uh, Malai or Film Fest. But uh, um, I ran into him and uh, Bill Mosley at... Uh, uh, an event called Zombie Zone in Seattle years ago. It was probably like 2010, maybe. And uh, the two of them were walking by uh, the booth. I was over there with uh, uh, Robert Elrod. I was uh, wood burning a, a zombie Bambi, you know, eating bumper. I've got one of those friends. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine you would. Uh, but uh, but anyway, so I was I was working on that, and they came they come up, and they're just like, oh wow, that's you know that's so great. You know, it's like it smells great over here too. Yeah, it's pretty wood. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, uh, they spent a few, few moments just hanging out, chatting, looking through my stuff. I gave them a bunch of free prints and, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was really nice. It was very sweet. Um, so we should probably see about, uh, getting Bill Mosley too, because he's a very sweet and endearing guy. Too. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if, if we can't get Sid to, then, yeah. um, at least get 50% of that That's team. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, uh. Yeah, you know, what I, what I love this year is we had a real full circle experience because Jeannie and I, three or four years ago, we got this notification from Chautauqua Park in Boulder that said, coming to Chautauqua because he was inspired to write The Shining here, mm. Stephen King is going to give this talk. Tickets are going on sale at 10 a.m. and I was wow. on the computer yeah. going for it and scored a couple of tickets. So we got to go see him and he was promoting this Dr. Sleep book, the sequel to The Shining. Mm. And it was kind of fun because they also, every everybody who went got a copy of the book. And he, before the whole thing was done, Mr. King himself goes in and he signs every fourth book is what it ended up being. Oh. And so when you exited the auditorium after the fascinating talk, I mean, it was amazing, they handed you a book. And it was, you know, you got a 25% chance of getting a signed one. But to have full circle to have this film come out this year, I thought it was one of the best films of the year. I absolutely love oh, okay. Dr. Sleep. Yeah, I, uh, Elise and I, I think uh, we saw that uh, in Alabama of all places. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was that was actually pretty charming. It kind of for me, it was like uh, yeah, King's uh, best attempt at uh, like a Harry Potter. Movie. Just add that weird, uh, world building. Yeah. Well, uh, they had to twist know? the two different versions together and make mm -hmm. it work. Okay. And they did. Yeah. Because you had the Kubrick version. Right. And you had the the King version, and they kind of 
they put them together reasonably well. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was surprised on how it, how well you know things seem to fit. Yeah, and the uh, homages to oh. the to Kubrick's film, which is right, right. <laughs> which is but funny it had its own identity and its own story. Yeah. I mean, it did have Rebecca Ferguson. It was amazing. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, it was like something in a hat. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, the cat in the hat. <laughs> That's Is it. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I, when I think of energy vampires, I think of cat in the hat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need to get Rebecca Ferguson to come. There you go. Well, and you know, uh, who played, uh, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson in the flashbacks? Uh, you know, Henry Thomas. So I, I was surprised about that. It's like, holy crap. The characters, the actors that play the characters from the Kubrick films really were spot on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, at least kept uh, thinking that was Shelley Duvall. I was like, no, no, yeah. she's, she's not really available, so to speak. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think she's doing anything. I, I saw an interview. She did not look well. Has she done time? She just did a signing that she wanted. Okay. It's like a oh, private good. private signing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I signed it up with a knife from. Okay. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. About us, we oh. had. You know, you're talking about films we had to right. get out. Well, that was last year, two years ago. Yeah. But this year, he did not not a sequel, but us oh. was his next kind of horror film. I'm just glad to see that horror is becoming better produced, mm -hmm. more psychological. Not that I don't love the gore, yeah. But all the amazing films that are coming out because of that, like say those, you've got like The Witch a couple of years back, mm -hmm. but amazing. Mm -hmm. Hereditary. Oh, Hereditary. Uh, oh, Lighthouse. There's a scene in that in Hereditary that, that's one of those things that, that I will never forget. Which one? I mean, the the, the mom floating in the air, going, just doing this. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And, and that look on her face. I yeah. mean, oh my God, she was so so. Lisa knew her from Muriel's wedding. Right, she was Muriel. And, yeah, and I'm like, oh, you're right. That is who that is. Yeah. Oh my God. And it's like, but that scene, man, that was just freaking me. I I, I dreamt about that for two days. Just that. Scene. You too. Oh right? my God. Yeah. I, you, you remember? I, I keep going back to that film because that was the one where I'm just like, oh, none, none of this adds up. This makes no sense. It's kind of creepy crap. And then I go and have a nightmare, and I can't sleep. It's like, okay, there's something there, man. So I got to go back and watch it the next day. It's like, yeah, this is fucking amazing, and the rules don't apply to this film. So, have you noticed it's eight twenty-four that's doing this stuff? Yeah, yeah. They are really they're pushing the envelope when it comes to high quality. Yeah, um, yeah. The so you've got Midsummer that came hereditary. Same director as Hereditary, and yeah. And The Witch, isn't that The Lighthouse? Yeah, Gentleman in the Lighthouse. I think, uh, well, that was already out in the theaters. Yeah. I didn't miss it. Well, in years ago, kind of starting it off, you had like the Bobbidoc. Yeah. Bobbidoc, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, incidentally, that was one that uh, never really, you know, stayed with me. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, an, it was a fun, interesting film. I think they could have done more with it, but, but what they had was, I, I did like it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just so different. It was, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. Especially at that time. Yeah. Have you had a favorite this year, Dan? Um, I, I did enjoy us. Um, I, I like the idea because if if it's horror and if it gives me a nightmare, it's successful. So I, I started. Yeah, Elise was out of town, so I watched that by myself. I was stupid. Uh, <laughs> right, you know, with I, the lights on or on? Yeah, no, they were. 
they were off, you know. They really should watch that stuff with all There's your time. There's your issue. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Right? Yeah, it's, that's right. Yeah, there's no other day up since July. Like, um, <laughs> I've got to be jaded. You guys are talking about microbes, and I'm like, when? <laughs> right. No, uh, but uh, I started having uh, nightmares about my doppelganger coming after me. And it's like, oh, no, I don't want anybody else wearing this forehead. It's got such a big noggin. <laughs> But uh, no, Us was uh, was really good. Um, so what else did we watch? Uh, I don't know if it, it came out this year, but I saw it this year. Uh, Mayhem with uh, one of the guys from uh, Walking Dead. Uh, I think it's Stephen uh, Yao. Um, Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. Right. I think it's Stephen Yen. Is it Yen? Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, um, yeah, that that's uh, kind of a, a take on uh, the zombie film. Uh, Basically, people get infected, and they're infected with kind of a, a rage, like all their inhibitions just, you know, uh, go away, and, and uh, you know, they, they have no filter, so they're able to enact in, in violence. Um, well, this happens in an office building during a massive layoff. So, what unhappy people. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. I, was, I, I called up my dad and said, you should watch this. This, this is probably this probably reminds me of your day to day back when you know before you were retired. So so that was that was pretty good. Anybody make Zombie Land? Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. Make it to that one. It was everything it needed to be. Okay. I mean, it wasn't the best film ever, but it was Zombie Land. It was seemed it like was good. It last in theaters for a long, but it know. made its money. The thing that's really amazing to me, and kind of by accident, uh, I work with a film series up in Boulder. Yeah. That uh, Friday Night Weird. Mm -hmm. And every time we get to pick the movies we get to play, it's all of these like obscure and foreign horror movies for the most part. And I am cool. amazed at how much, and I hate to say this better, the bulk of the foreign horror movies are than what we're getting here. Okay. They yeah. are just the, the Spanish, mm. unbelievable yeah. horror movies. The Japanese. If that's the one that will creep me out, they have amazing films. But yeah, we don't get to see them here. So you know, every once in a while, a weird series like our pops. Right. Yeah. Um, like back when I was in art school, some twenty odd million years ago, um, you know, one of the the film directors I was introduced to was Takashi Miike. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know, with that, you know, audition. Audition. Yeah. That was the first one that that I watched. And, and you know, I was like, oh my gosh. You should, yeah, see this, you know, it's it's fantastic. It starts out like this, uh, you know, you know, wonderful uh, drama, uh, dramatic piece, and then there's just like these little glimpses of like, wait, what? What's going on? Um, Left turns. Right. Well, and, and to some extent, you know, I wouldn't doubt if uh, like some of the filmmakers today, like you're talking, uh, you know, about uh, hereditary, if they're taking cues from you know what's going on across the sea. Uh, you know, just like say Scorsese with uh, character himself, you know, back in the, or George Lucas, and it's like basically the same same guy too. Um, but uh, um, yeah, so yeah, with with Takashi Miike, it's like oh my gosh, this thing is, is nuts. And then I got into the, the Dead or Alive film series, one through three. One is the best. It's absolutely insane. And then like Ichi the Killer, uh, Gozu, which is kind of a, like feels like an ode to. David Lynch, um, but he, yeah, the guy's, like a guy like that, he's already made well over a hundred film TV projects, um, so he's 
for a time, he was turning out like five film projects a year. It was insane. Uh, but to, and, and then to re remain at that level of quality, and granted, you're going to have a few there, you know, are misses. But uh, but with that, you know, he gave them some some areas to platforms to experiment too. Well, and I think they're willing to experiment and go yeah. out and do different things. They aren't redoing everything that was done 20 years ago. Right. I mean, did we need Suspiria? Right. Did we need? Black Christmas. Right. Uh, Black Christmas, again, we really didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is like the second or third remake that's coming out, right? It's the second. Yeah. And I have yet to have heard as much as even a compliment in a review. They need it. Isn't that a, a Blumhouse production? I can't remember. I don't know. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, they've been doing really good. Yeah, yeah, but they they've also been like diversifying into like dramatic pieces too, and then tons of uh, straight to streaming projects. So I think they have a regular like nightly series on Hulu. So like every month, it's like a new project, whether it's a film or uh, I don't know, maybe a TV miniseries or something like that. But um, How about that brand new film that you and Brian and I saw Friday night. And that was amazing. <laughs> brand new. <laughs> the experience was brand new. First time I've ever seen it. Oh, the last time I saw it, I was in high school. Okay. And of course, I'm seeing it with high schoolers' eyes, and I'm an asshole. I'm worse now, but I'm patient. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, back then, I, I didn't think much of it. And to see it with, with uh, you know, an audience on the big screen, and there's the actress. Oh my gosh! What it was? Sleepaway Camp. Teresa Mercado, and first time I got to meet Teresa. She's running the C Film Center. I will say, screen screen. I wasn't watching the screen. I had to turn around because probably three fourths of people there had never seen it. All right, I'm like, that's much better. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. Brian was sitting next to me, you know. What's he doing? He's getting up and he's looking back at his audience behind. Like, What's going on, Brian? Like, I couldn't get that scene out of my head for days after I saw it. And just, right. I mean, and it was just the look on her face. I think more than anything. Hard. I mean, the whole the whole scene is, is bizarre. But the look on her face just terrified me for days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, my buddy Stefan. You know, he's another filmmaker. You know, and he's he's just sitting there. <laughs> Never heard of it, you know. Oh, really? He just went on a whim. Okay. It's like, yeah, let's go hang out and stuff. And he's like, oh my god, he's, he's, yeah, he comes out of it. That's so great. It's gonna make a fucking horror movie. Let's fucking go. You know, he's an intense guy when he gets going. It's like, oh Jesus Christ, yeah, I shouldn't give him so much caffeine till late. You gotta go home. What I was extra shocked about was, you know, the image of Phyllis Rose, her character of Angela. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The look on her face is something I've seen. I mean, I, I couldn't avoid not seeing that. Mm -hmm. But that, that even seeing that did not prepare me. Even I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> there was no spoiler by seeing that. that I can't believe nobody right. told him because as we're walking in, I'm like, so you know about the ending, right? He's like, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Like, Nobody told him. Other than Dwight said it gave him nice. I, 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 I told him about it, but I didn't tell him what it was. And I, I did that for a purpose. Nice, nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's better to live through the yeah. surprise yeah, exactly. and experience it for yourself. <laughs> but was she the greatest? I mean, the actress. She's very sweet. Yeah. Melissa Rose. Her film stars in all her, embracing all her fans. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they are great people. You know, you know, I, I found too that, that that even any any of the fans, the, the horror fandom, is is a closer knit group of people than any other fandom I know. I mean, I've been I've been in in the sci-fi fandom for decades, uh, and you know other fandoms as well. But you know, with like sci-fi, you know, you've got Star Wars and Star Trek are always button heads. It's mm -hmm. like, well, my show's better than yours. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yeah. Horror guys are like. Well, oh, you like that movie? I like that movie too. Or, or, right. you know, I mean, everybody just like comes right. in and says, "Oh yeah, man, you're my best friend." Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, there's more of a sense of endearment to each other, you know, and camaraderie. I think uh, I, I find that true coming from you know specifically the the comic book world, where it's you know either people are are hot for something or they're, they're not, and, and then you know the arguments. Oh my God! So hey, Star Wars is coming out this week. Oh great, this is good. Fun. It's not going to be uh, controversial at all, is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeannie, yeah, uh, uh, when you go out with with Brett, because you guys are always going out to events and, and meeting exciting people and stuff, do you ever like uh, get uh, you know kind of like starstruck or anything with with people that uh, that you meet? She's had a few happy dance moments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> not a lot. I mean, yeah. She really goes crazy when she happy dances. <laughs> <laughs> For example. Um, and that's why I said something. Oh, okay. That's probably my biggest hindrance, but you know, that's not a word. He is a really nice guy. Nice. And some comedian. Billing Ball is a big mm -hmm. yeah. That's cool. But I haven't met a horror person yet. That's your happy dance. Uh, yes, you did. You yeah, did. You did. did do one this year. Yeah. You did. During that uh, that bird expedition. Oh, no. You read? It was this, oh. and it was well, I was a Fetcher, my son, my Fetcher Hall. Oh yeah, the, and the they brought in Danny Elfman to do his violin concerto. Oh, <laughs> so there you go. Yes. <laughs> well, but you met the the mother of uh, you know on the um, the conjuring. At, uh, that was this the year too. Yes, it was this year. Yeah. Yeah. Lily Taylor. Lily Taylor. That's right. Yeah. Nice. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went to go see the what's the crane? Crane migration in Kearney, Nebraska. Okay. And we happened to be in the hotel where they were doing the crane convention or whatever it was called. And then, you knew that Lily Taylor was going to be there. Nice. My friends did not. Have so we're just kind of walking around, and I see this big empty room where they have a bench the next day, and we have voices, and so I just kind of stay in my cave. And I said, she's in there. Ah. So I tell my friends, hang on a second. I'm going to do something. Whip out, of course, because I'm prepared, because Brett has caught me well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got the 8x10, i got the Sharpie. Nice. in there. Oh, she did. And I came back out and I showed my friends, and they were like, <laughs> That's sweet. Here's, yeah. a, here's a horror actor, and she's a member of the Audubon Society. That's great. That's really cool. I'm bored. Well, I'm yeah. amazed how many of them are really big into charities and things like that, where most actors don't want society when they're not acting. It's a completely different community. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Have you had a, a happy dance moment, Dan? 
If I had a happy dance moment, um, let's he see. He likes to get autographs. What's that? You love to get autographs. So no, much. yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I wish. Uh, well, you know, yeah, I, I guess I, I don't uh, participate in the, in the fan service as much as maybe I would. I, I would like to. Um, I, I tend to focus more on the creation of stuff, and then you know, go to the movie, go to the concert, go, go to the you know, whatever the cultural event. I think the closest uh, little happy dance was at Anderson Farms, was waiting in line for about an hour in the cold, it was cold, uh, to go do the, the zombie uh, shoot 'em up thing in, in the, the cornfield. That was a lot of fun. We're just like sitting there, black. it's like, oh my gosh, I, I ran out of, you know, paintballs. So I just had to watch Elise. It's like, yeah, this is how you ration it. <laughs> You're right. I'm a little too trigger happy. It's good I don't own firearms. I had a problem with that. Just before I went and did that, yeah. I'd gone through a police citizen's academy. Oh, okay. And they teach you, you know, dead center once. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I was. I was just think not thinking. I was just kind of acting. It's like, I'm, Okay, who's next? Right, right, right. <laughs> Everybody right. else is unloading. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. That that was pretty fun. I I tried. You know, once you're on them, it's like, well, they're already dead or alive, right. or, you know, whatever. So it's like, what's what's the next target further up? Get to that one first before they can they can jump you. Uh, you know, at least that's what I think zombies are there for. But these are just like cutouts and maybe one or two actors that are wearing a cup. Because, you know, because everybody Cause knows. That's where you're at. That's, that's, everybody's yeah, that's right. That's because that's where the zombie heart is, right? It's not necessarily the <laughs> hand. It's the other hand. <laughs> did you do the maze too, or not? Uh, yeah, we, we did do the the maze. That was that was a lot of fun. You know, every, yeah, it was, you know, it was kind of disrupted by all the the teens with all the you know phones. I'm not getting reception. Good. <laughs> Right off. Shoot their phone. Yeah. yeah. Well, they wouldn't allow me to take it. I was like, yeah, I was like, frisk this one. He looks dangerous. Just get the, the shitty, lazy eye. Um, no, so yeah, we, we walked through the, the corn maze. Now, that was a lot of fun. It's like, you know, every few minutes we find our way back around to the entrance. Like, oh, screw that. Let's get further lost. Then we were in somebody else's field. It's like, I, we should probably go back to the field because I think that's that's actually a shooting range over there. Uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. It's a happy uh, cornfield dance. What's that? It's a happy cornfield dance. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I did have to empty my black out there. So you're right. Yeah. No, it was it was great. I think uh, I think that that you know for us for the purposes of Kofo, and I'm always thinking of like you know a way to uh, partner up or. You know, do a promotional thing. It's like it'd be great to have like little mini events there, like on a weekend. It's like, hey, have a little mini horror convention or something under a heated area. You know, you know, where, where maybe get somebody like Tony Todd and just come out and do a couple signings for a day or something. You know, just do something sweet and short. And, uh, it'd be great to to have um, Anderson Farms uh, on this show. Just put it right. out there. That's right. Well, we actually, you know, we, we actually do get some viewership online, so you know, it might circle around a little. So that was something I did that was really fun for about six or seven years. Mm -hmm. I was part of a team that went to all the commercial haunted houses and reviewed oh. them. Oh, cool! So every year, it's like we're going to go to 
every one of them. Yeah. And that's just awesome. For this year, have you guys gone to any of the haunted houses? Any of the haunts? No. In about two years. In about two years? Uh, working haunted houses for 25 years really tainted me. Okay. I'm always like, oh no, you should have come out this way and then did this scare. It's like, I'm just, always critiquing. And I'm just, do, you, do you stand there and give them notes? It's like, here's some notes. Try this. Yeah. <laughs> That's always sweet. How about you guys? <laughs> no? Actually, I'm a little afraid of haunted things. Okay. Last time we did one, was when the boys were, no, no, it was when we were in Virginia Beach. It was just this middle of summer. This is just this rinky-dink haunted house and miniature golf course thing. But I got so freaked out because it's a long hallway. Mm -hmm. The boys had been going, Mom, Jeannie, Mom, Jeannie. And so somebody got my name. And so going down this long hallway, and this voice is following. <laughs> and it just freaked me out. Just <laughs> That's one of the key things in a haunted house is you're listening for names. Doesn't it? They're like, they're like, Joanne, come over here, and you're like, Joanne, come over here. <laughs> then they're like, they know my name. They got me, so I haven't been Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty freaky, you know. But yeah, of course, no, you know, just my luck, you know. So all of a sudden, so, Freddie Murphy, where? You know, <laughs> what? That's amazing. I'm staying here. Got a fucking conjure. Let's go. I want, your, I want your Christmas special, damn it. <laughs> Actually, uh, I just came across one of his. Uh, um, I know I'm deterring. But uh, came across uh, one of the Freddie Mercury uh, you know, Queen uh, Christmas songs, and I'm just like been playing that for the last week. I'm like, this does it for me. I hate Christmas songs. This is amazing. You heard this one? Yeah. Well, I, I never heard it. It's like well, this is kind of a ghost Horror Christmas songs. Yeah. Well, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. So that's, that's oh, probably. Oh, that's Chris, for the script. The Crypt Keeper sings. It is an amazing album. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, it's all on YouTube. Uh, okay. John, that did the voice for The Crypt Keeper, sings all of the classics in a very morbid way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> excellent. Okay. You guys know about this? <laughs> well, yeah, afterwards, we're, we're going to be yeah. loading that. Um, um, just just playing all the, playing all the hits. Keep up the good omens. Uh, uh, because there's a couple of Christmas songs on it oh. from the Satanic mm -hmm. Men's. Oh, I was gonna say it'd be hilarious if Gregory Peck was that was saying it. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, oh, yeah. I can't do Gregory Peck. <laughs> but yeah. so, so there was a movie called Spider Baby uh, that was made uh, in the '60s, I believe. Didn't yeah. never came out. There was like a lot, a lot of legal issues with it. Oh. Uh, but Lon Chaney Jr. actually sings the intro, and oh. it's freaking phenomenal. Nice. He does a Christmas song. Oh, mm. nice. Oh, nice. Oh wow, that's great. That's great. Yeah, you hopefully can totally tell that it's launching this weekend as well. And it's just it's phenomenal. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of surprising little musical numbers, you know, kind of floating around. But uh, yeah, we, yeah, definitely. I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> just you know, perusing the you know, YouTube. Hosting. Christopher Lee, heavy metal. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wow. I, I knew he had a, a heavy metal band. That was one yeah. of the, uh, or at least up until, obviously up until I died. Uh, so if 
maybe for yeah, it's Christopher Lee. He probably could keep going after his own death. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but uh, that's so. When did the Christmas album come out? Two years ago. It was just before he died. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I, I knew he had the heavy metal band, but they released like a couple albums, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they did like uh, some sort of a uh, like. Knights of something very gothic no. but then they did the Christmas album. It's amazing. Oh, cool. Yeah. No. So, so see, this is the, the nice thing about like these type of shows. I get to learn, uh, you know, all kinds of new little things, and I, yeah, I get to go be a fan of. So hopefully, you guys too. <laughs> Man, so that that's pretty cool. Um, so like locally in. Just uh, anything. Uh, what is, um, aside from Kofo, uh, because we're all jazzed about that, but is there anything else that you guys are really into that you're really looking forward to? As far as our film festivals coming up again. Absolutely. Yes, yes. May. Yeah. Second weekend in May. Second weekend in May. Fantastic. Same place. Alamo Draft House. So, yeah, if. Uh, Julian, you better sign up for a table for that one. Is it May? Yep, May. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. No, you don't. <laughs> you, you're doing my highlight film fest. <laughs> 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 you guess it too. Okay. Yeah, that should be easy, right? Just do right. one day there, or clone yourself, you something like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm really that. That's we'll return definitely. Return that after five years. Yeah, that's pretty right. Exciting. Right. That, yeah, that that should be absolutely. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be working it. Yep. Oh, you guys are volunteering, right? You've worked all of them. Uh, I've worked. I worked uh, majority of them. I, I didn't. I didn't go to the first one. I really wanted to, and I just couldn't make it. And I think the second year I missed as well. And I'm like, I'm not missing another one. And then I worked everything out for that. So and I was always thinking, well, Dwight must be side ops. He's probably the guy helping set up everything. I'd be surprised when he was telling he was. He was a plumber, plumber right? <laughs> <laughs> theater guy, theater manager. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so we check all the tickets when everybody goes in. It was funny, too, because they had a show once called um, Cheap Thrills. Mm -hmm. And the particular theater that it was in at the Alamo at, at, in Littleton, uh, people couldn't find it. And there were people wandering around and were like, hey, you're looking for cheap thrills? Right this way. It was great. That was, that was a good one. Wait, so. wait, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Yeah, well, like I said earlier, that's where uh, I met you. And uh, did I meet you at one of those? Yes, definitely. Okay. I feel like we met you for the first time we were working on it. Oh, yeah, the bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Brian, did, I think I met you at one of those, yeah, too, right? Those. Yeah. Because yeah. weren't you doing um, I was doing tours in the course? Yeah. Like I say, if it's more right there. Yeah. Nice. First yeah, you just kind of gravitate. Exactly. First time we saw Brian in action was a seance. What? Or horror fest or something. Yeah, yeah, those were fun. And we only got to do one of them for all those years. It was like, we were like, we're going to do this, we got to do this. We're going to do it in the house, we can just do a private room. There we go. <laughs> so so <laughs> we, we, have, we have these uh, panel rooms at Kofo that we need things to go on. Uh, <laughs> 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 I 
a seance before you were called in. So, Brian, are you uh, conducting the seances, part, or just a participant? Oh, or? The, given the past, uh, conducting the seances. Okay. Seances. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a theatrical seances. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do some uh, paranormal work where you're going in and uh, you know, seeing if uh, yeah, a place is haunted or not. Go right? in and look at the claims and talk mm -hmm. to people having experiences and do a ton of public speaking. Okay. So, Ghosts of Colorado or yeah. Ghost Hunting 101 or pretty much anything you'll pay me to talk for. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I figured it out the other day uh, due to an argument that I was having. And in the past probably 15 years, I think I've collectively talked to probably about 40,000 people. Okay. Wow. So it's been busy. Yeah. That's a good number. And lots of fun. Cool. It just keeps going. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. How did you get into something like that? Bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of drinking. Uh, excellent. Uh, excellent. Okay, let's see. Let me give you a Let that be a lesson to you, kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the bad choices lead to the greatest things. I'll, I'll give you the uh, stocking circus because it's the best one. Okay. Uh, years ago, when I was gay tall, mm -hmm. uh, way too young for horror movies, my mother was a huge horror movie buff. She wanted somebody oh, nice. to watch them with. Mm -hmm. And I got be picked as the one to watch them, and they were kind of picking me out a little bit, Okay, which was probably right for that age. Mm -hmm. So she's like, don't worry, let me explain it. So she explains, you know, they're all fiction, this is how the special effects are done, this is how movies oh, are made, okay. which is why probably now I'm obsessed with the whole behind the scenes thing as well. Yeah. But, you know, years later I'm watching all of these different things, and based on a true story, inspired by actual events. And I'm like, hold on a minute, Mom said this wasn't real. Mm. So I started looking into it. I'm like, okay, there's all these people making these claims. It's time to go look. Yeah. And I looked around at the people that were doing it at the time, and most of them are still doing it now, and it was just insane to go in. And they believe way too hard and everything's a ghost. Mm. So I kind of had to start a group from scratch, and here we are. Yeah. 22 years later. So your paranormal research group has been around 22 years? Officially 22 <clears throat> years. Congrats, that's awesome. And, yeah. And it's not just ghosts, it's anything paranormal. Ghosts, cryptids, UFOs, anything I can get dragged into. We've got three Which is everything. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you allowed to mention anything about television? Uh, there may be something coming really soon. Oh, great. Uh, but that's another thing that it's really been good for, too, is I've done a ton of television, radio, print, some movies. Uh, considering I'm not an actor, I have to be big on the TV page at this point. So nice. I need one more and I get 20, so I'm aiming for it. That may be fixed here within the next few weeks. So, we hope. When uh, is it uh, announced? Well, yeah. Okay. When it is, let us know. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll post it to social media and everything. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I'm excited. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds fantastic. It, it seems like, too, like, um, you know, in Denver at least, like, 
Yeah, and maybe it's just because we've been working on uh, Colorado Festival for for the last two years or so. Um, you know, the horror community, uh, you know, creatively anyway, seems to be a little bit more gelled and co you know, coalescing and uh, you know, in on a whole bunch of new enterprises and intersections. Um, so I, I find that exciting. It kind of reminds me of when I was coming up, you know, from art school through the the art scene and, and then into the comic books, because um, you know that seemed very sparse, and, and then it just um, started to you know really able to co-mingle. And now Rhino is too expensive to have an art studio in, and uh, we got to move out of there. Um, but uh, but anyway, hopefully that won't be the same case for, for us. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it, it seems to be. Um, you know, a lot more opportunities, a lot more cool things and, and projects going on. Uh, earlier, I was talking to a, a local filmmaker, getting, um, getting his first feature film going, and, and lo and behold, I noticed that the, the cast has some uh, uh, one of the members of The Exorcist. So I was like, hey, this is this is fantastic. I know her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> of course you. <laughs> so when can we expect her for up? But yeah, so there's there's a lot of cool things. It's, uh, again, I think going back, is, is there anything in particular that sticks out in your mind um, aside from Mile High Horror Film Fest? You know that uh, you're looking forward to. Yeah, we're really excited about something. Oh, okay. <laughs> We are working with X Publishers. Ah, yes. Josh Harrell's company. Um, really, really excited because we're going to put out an anthology of horror stories. Jeannie and I have been immersed in reading, reading, proofreading, concept, that kind of stuff for the last few weeks. Nice. And there's some really exciting stories. And we're going to premiere the anthology at the Colorado Festival of Horror. So. Excellent. September 11, 12, 13. Hopefully at a Hex Publishers table with some of that. There's local authors, there's national authors, there's Graham Stoker award winning authors in this. And author yes, she's fantastic. Great. Uh, they're all great. We're really excited about a new book coming out. And we're going to have a convention exclusive edition. I can't cool. I won't go into the details yet, but a convention exclusive edition of all of that show. Nice. Can you uh, tell us what the book is called? Yes, it's been announced actually. Okay. <laughs> it's called It Came from the Multiplex. It came from the multiplex. It came from the multiplex, 80s and midnight chillers. Nice, okay. <laughs> so that gives you change. Yeah, very Disney like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very family friendly. A.J. Navarro from Blizzard Entertainment. Oh, cool. Cool. And, I mean, just, you know, the settings are 80s, which 80s is obviously having a big resurgence in recent years. Mm -hmm. It's been uh, quite an amazing decade, which we were going to live through. You all didn't, but we did. Anyway, but yeah. That's true. I was born yesterday. <laughs> you can say it. I get it. I hear you all get that look on your face. I mean, you can expect alien werewolves and those. <laughs> All kinds of stuff set around the movie theater, and a lot of Colorado-based, fun too. Nice. 
So we're excited about the premiere of that. That's a big deal for us. Obviously, if you X has been working with us, fan sets. We've got pins coming from them. They are they now are licensing horror pins from things like I think they just put a pin up for um, Jason from Friday the 13th. They have our this guy here, the dog. Or, in the back of our coloring book, we have our mask, Coffin Joe, which has a pen. Nice. <clears throat> our coloring book also, Jolian Gates, is in the audience tonight. He did our glorious cover for the coloring book, which we will have at the show. You can reach out to any of us if you want to get a copy. Phone t shirts, marketing. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. 2020, the year of horror returns to Colorado. Right? Stoker Con is coming in 2021, right? I don't think, I think it's the year after. But just a few months after us. I want to say it's March. Didn't we discover that uh, Paracon is coming there in like a, a month after Paris, us? Possibly yeah. a paranormal convention in yeah. October next year. We, we still got uh, HearstCon. Uh, Morbid Curiosities, yeah. uh, Monster Day this year. Monster Day uh, just announced their dates. Yeah, their yeah. Dates, I should say, in August next year. That's a that's a fun uh, family free event. You know, for anybody heading up uh, to to Greeley in August. Um, Several zombie parties. Oh, that's true. Isn't it not always on the same weekend? No. So we've got the one downtown, which is the monster. Then we've got one in Middleton. Okay. And little scattered ones around. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're happening, some, some of them are starting to happen like different times of the year, not just in October. Spread out. Which is, yeah. which is great, because as we all know, Halloween is every fucking day. <laughs> and then we don't forget about Frozen Dead Guy days. <laughs> yes, I just learned of that. That's a, is, isn't that in Netherlands? Okay. Nice. Yeah, cold in his coffin, so it's like yeah. Okay, well, I'll we, be warm and toasty on the side with the coffin. We we did one of, one of those, a couple of those, and our youngest son, he decided to do the polar plunge. I was oh, like, there's cool. no way in hell. I would do it hard. <laughs> would you really? He and a buddy, I mean, we got the swimsuits on and jumped into the you know, they've got these scuba divers and medics, paramedics hanging around, and I'm just yeah. like, I never That's saw two. I never saw two teenagers, two teenagers shoot out a water. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I mean, they did coffins—that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Where these teams decorate their coffins and they have to do an obstacle course. Coco should have a coffin. Yeah, we got one. We should. Oh, we should. We should. Oh my gosh. I think it would be too late we gotta this get, year. we got to get younger kids to be yeah. doing yes. it. Yeah. 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 We fall down when I do it. Like and it would work. <clears throat> well, we know your kids are uh, willing to do the you know, silly things. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> we can put them up to it. You know? uh, and Xander's in town now, but he is coming to be part of COFO. And he, you know, his love of horror just was... Huge influence for us loving horror, but his first paid job out of Hollywood was working for Heather Langenkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street and her husband David Anderson as a as a practical effects shop, AFX Studio. His first paid job was doing concept art for them for 
show that we love that only lasted two seasons, Scream Queens with Jamie Lee Curtis. Xander worked on the serial killers for both seasons, and he's worked on five or six years of American Horror Story. So he's, he's pushing more, and he's coming to the show for sure. Excellent. And he's doing interior illustrations for our college. Oh, that's oh, yes. right. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's great. It, it, it's nice that you can, you know, involve the family and uh, kind of, you know, build that, uh, that creative project. It's, it's got to feel pretty rewarding after, after it's all done. Process. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer process. It's work, but yeah. text publishers are experts. They've been putting out. Josh has been putting out wonderful anthologies for five or six years. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty on top of it. And then, you know, the Denver uh, Horror Society guys. They just did a Denver Horror Collective. Yeah, they just did a Terror of 5280. Just did an anthology book that's really, really awesome. Yeah. We're doing another release of that in just a few weeks. Oh, it's at our cover. Yeah, you and I might be doing that there. Is that the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we're all right. So, tattered cover, you got to go. You're, you're both speaking, or I guess I'm hosting. He's, nice. he's got he's the one that actually has something to say. <laughs> I'll just be pointing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody farted, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah stop farting. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, that's the extent of uh, my duties, I think. Yeah, I know. Anytime I get on, talk to people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so with the Colorado uh, Festival of Horror, what are you guys wanting to see uh, aside from just the, you know, the book? <laughs> what are you wanting to do as organizers? I'm actually really looking forward to like the evening kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Having fun in the bar, drinking okay. wrong, whatever other crazy things you can think of to do. Just, you know, they're active. Yeah. All the creative activation, the hangout, the participation stuff. Axe throwing. Potential. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no more you're saying about family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, did, did I just. Uh, you're still getting ideas. I really need to shut the hell up sometimes. I know a guy.
promote everybody else. I mean, horror is just—I love the community. I think it's a great community, and, and I, I'm hoping Kofo can be a big part of that. Well, the thing is, around the rest of the country, there's something going on like every weekend. There's a big convention here, a big convention there, but nothing near here. Right. This is just a dead zone when it yeah. comes to guns. Yeah. So, like you say, anything would help. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I don't think I can add anything more to that. I think you put it very eloquently. Um, so, yeah, uh, for all those, I, I, you know, wanting to find out more about uh, uh, Kofo and Colorado Festival of Horror, go to uh, kofohorror.com. Um, we've got right now uh, on there, we've got uh, volunteer applications. If you want to come out and help, help us put this together. Be a part of the swarm. Yeah, and then uh, we also have uh, uh, open table submissions. So if you're a vendor or an artist um, and you've got something cool that you want to share and sell, uh, you know, make sure you go to the website, uh, fill out a form, um, and, uh, and then we'll be announcing uh, tickets and uh, guests uh, here in the next month or two. Uh, so you know, just follow us on, uh, on Facebook, and then you know, that's another reason why we do shows like this, to kind of engage and um, connect uh, with with everybody here <laughs> and there online and uh, hopefully on Craigslist because that's where the big <laughs> people live, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, with that, I want to thank uh, my guests, uh, you know, my partners in crime, uh, you know, Jeannie, Brett, Dwight, and Brian. And uh, Lisa, who's at uh, at home, uh, you know, probably uh, you know putting quarters in, well, the, in the, the swear jar for every time I come on that phone, and then charging me back for it, <laughs> as she should, because that's the neighborly thing to do. <laughs> but uh, again, guys, thanks for coming out. Thanks for uh, braving the, the the traffic. I am so sorry. Thanks for mutiny uh, for hosting us. Yes. And the information cafe. Awesome as, place. as always, yeah, <laughs> thanks for to mutiny and uh, to Jim and Matt and uh, the coffee that they serve because I am wired. <laughs> uh, but, uh, that's why you don't need questions for interviews. You just. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I just you, read. You, like, got, you got them. I know. Again, <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth. That's all it is. That's That's all you need, kids. <laughs> You want your own public access on Wi-Fi? <laughs> Drink coffee. Don't do a cup. Yeah, that's overcompensating. <laughs> then you're just, you know, ready for Twitch. That's what that is. Or YouTube. All right. Well, uh, thanks again, guys. Uh, again, uh, Kofo, uh, it will be September 11th through the 13th, 2020, at the Embassy Suites uh, by Hilton. Uh, <laughs> I-70 in Havana. I-70 Havana, yes. Nice intimate setting. Very intimate setting. Great plumbing. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. Happy Good holidays. Night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you, you guys, too. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, guys, for coming out. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. If you got any questions, uh, I know Jillian always does. Uh, <laughs> you know, feel free to hang out and ask. All right. We'll see you guys later. Get off camera. <laughs> Strategically reach over, <laughs> and we are high tech. Ooh. Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th.